0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! We are here once again to talk about the Cruiserweight Classic opening round. I am, of course, a Mad Mike. You know who I am. Back from my week vacation uh, off in San Diego. And with me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Amon Peyton. How are you, sir? I am so
1: happy to talk about British wrestling with somebody for the first time in a long time.
0: Okay, now I'm going to be honest, Damon. This is the first time I've seen some of these people.
1: I was going to say I have not. This is, I don't get this opportunity often, so <laughs> I'm very excited.
0: All right, um, all right. So let's just dive into it. Uh, first round, first match: Zach Saber Junior versus Tyson Ducks.
1: Yes, this was a. Uh, this was fun. This
0: was really fun. To put it mildly, yes, it was. <laughs>
1: Zack Saber Jr being on WWE TV I've said this multiple times with the Cruiserweight tournament and even in past like NXT stuff it's like so amazing and weird to get to see them on a WWE platform um, God uh, also so amazing to get to see that style of wrestling on a WWE platform I don't think I've ever seen a match like that done in WWE before in a long time at least
0: I think the closest we've gotten to it was like when you when you had Angle and Benoit. That's what or, I was thinking, yeah. Like or like Shelton and Angle, like stuff like that, like where they're real catch as catch can guys as opposed to you know professional wrestling.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, that that would probably be the closest. Um but this was just really beautiful. I love that they really sold um the style of Sabres wrestling, which is to outmaneuver your opponent as opposed to, like, strike your way out of holds or, or anything like that.
0: Yeah, I, b- I believe um, Brian called it escapism wrestling. Yeah. Which I fucking love. That was amazing. <laughs> some of the stuff they were pulling out was just fantastic looking.
1: Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, some of, uh, Zach Sabre Jr., I've said this before, as the prettiest bridge in the world. The way he bridges is my favorite thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 pretty on point. Um, I mean, pun intended, I guess, for the yeah. bridge. Yeah, um, <laughs> I really didn't mean to do that. Um, that was, this was the first match of both these guys I've ever seen. Mm-hmm.
1: Tyson Dukes, I also really enjoy because he is, you know, he's wrestles out of the Canada area. Um, I know he's done some stuff with the past, like AIW and stuff like that. I, I thought he did really well as well. Um, uh, very, very much like this, uh, the stuff that he put forward, and he was definitely a, a good opponent for for, Tyson, for Zach Sippen Jr. I should
0: say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I really, really enjoyed it. My my only problem, and I think this is going to be a theme with the first round. <laughs> I want some upsets.
1: I was hoping for an upset later in the show, but we'll
0: yeah. Get to I, that. I want I want some upsets because I feel like, like if you just told me who like what four matches were happening tonight, I would tell you exactly who was going to win all four, and I'd be a hundred percent right.
1: Yeah, for the most part, that's what the first round I think has kind of been.
0: Uh, but that it shouldn't be.
1: It shouldn't be. Um, like, because I'm sorry if you're one...
0: already and this is a spoiler for NXT. If you're already going to put Kota Ibushi on NXT. He doesn't need to win the first round match. He doesn't. Well, he, he, do, he, he doesn't, but
1: I can understand why he did. Like, I I, I think Kota, again, I'll get to it later on this week's episode, but I think there's somebody you could have done the upset with. Um, I understand why they let Kota advance because Kota is a big deal, you know. But but I think, yeah, the, I, I would have liked one upset. Um, yeah, I who mean, knows? Maybe we'll get it next week. But
0: Yeah, but who would... Who's going next week that there can be a real upset?
1: Well, there was somebody who completely shocked me this episode. So at this point, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Okay. All well right. Done. Um, Yeah, but uh, seriously, if you're not watching the Cruiserweight Classic, please watch it. Yeah. Uh, if you're just listening to us, make the time. It's It's really worth it, especially this opening match. It was just... Yep. Phenomenal. Like,
1: also important to note, Saber won by going full Pentagon, I noted. <laughs> that's,
0: that's true. That's true. He went, he went Zack Saber dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. We, we have to get to a podcast about Lucha eventually. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that because I have thoughts. <laughs> so many thoughts. Um, but all right, so the second match, uh, Drew Gulak versus Harv Shira Yes, this was another one. Uh, both both
1: Sabre and Gulak, I think it, I was most intrigued to see how people would, t- would take to them with their styles of wrestling. They both are very much... Sabre, obviously, more British style, but Gulag style is very much more methodical and, and wear-you-down kind of style as opposed very, to... Very
0: technical. Very, very, very technical. Very
1: technical. Yep. Um, and and Harve Sierra, who uh, you know, won half of the Bollywood boys who were in this tournament. Um, I, w- I was interested to see how they were they would mesh in this. Um I really like this. I I mean I I as a guy who really does appreciate like some of the technical wrestling style of stuff like I, I this I really loved. Um I think it's just harder cuz it doesn't give the crowd a lot to kind of pop for obviously, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think they still I think Gulak was still extremely impressive.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of things where um Brian was almost kind of apologizing for the crowd for. Yeah. They didn't notice. Like um uh, was it this match where um Harv had crossed over, like, the ankles? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought so, yeah.
1: Because G- Gulak had him in a body scissors basically, but he was crossing over the ankles to put pressure, which I loved, especially when it played into the finish. hmm Like, I thought that was so smart. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that Gulak style is just something I really love. And, and um, <laughs> I love how people – he did this move that he always does uh, where he'll do a su- – like a, a – um, uh, not a suplex uh, – uh, scoop, uh, sort of a scoop slam, but into the ropes. Like to yeah. slam the guy into the ropes. He does that all the time. It's kind of a world of sport kind of thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and I think everyone was just like, whoa, what the fuck was that?
0: Yeah, because at first it probably kind of looks like a botch a little bit,
1: right? Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know
0: it's definitely intended to be that.
1: Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I think uh, this was a good first showing for Bulaki He won with his uh, dragon sleeper. Um next week or next round in the tournament he's fighting Saber Jr. and that's going to be fuck
0: amazing <laughs> dude these second round matches we got so far cuz Gulak versus Saber Jr. and we have um Kota versus Cedric
1: Coda versus Cedric I think uh I think Tajiri's wrestling grand metallic
0: oh, yeah so Oh, got, that's going to be fun
1: we got some good stuff coming um
0: by the way I didn't get to talk about it last week goddamn Tajiri. Yeah, I <laughs> love jury so much.
1: So so good.
0: Uh, all right. Um so the third match we had was Tony Nice versus Anthony Bennett. Yeah, um
1: I would say this unfortunate was kind of one of the more disappointing matches of the first round. Um which is sad because I would love Anthony Nice. Uh, and I think he is amazing. Um uh, really kind of underappreciated. I was I really underappreciated him in his like short TNA run. Um I but, think but, TNA
0: yeah. underappreciated him in his short TNA run.
1: Fairness, yeah. <laughs>
0: um but he's very
1: good. Um I was very, I was kind of disappointed in Anthony Bennett. I kind of I expected more especially with his gimmick and with his style. Like I wanted to see that translate more into the match and then we didn't get that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and also there's
1: a bit of sloppiness the match, yeah,
0: right? it, it wasn't the best match on the card, but I mean, honestly, you know, even the be- even the worst matches on these shows are still pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're, like honestly, neither of these guys particularly struck me. Mm-hmm. Anthony Bennett had a cool look, but I could tell he wasn't going to win because I've actually heard of Tony Nese. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, unfortunately, that's the way the first round has been going. That's why I'm like begging for some kind of upside or something like that, but and yeah. I, th- I think this this match could have been the one to do it
1: possibly um, yeah but no i, I it was okay. He um, also had a very weird finish with um, the referee stopping uh, Tony Nice from doing a top rope move and then allowing him to do it.
0: yeah, it, it kind of looked like Bennett got knocked a little loopy. He either got loopy or he had, like, something messed up with his shoulder or something,
1: it seemed. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he like the, he told the record it was okay, and so Tony just did his loop. and
0: And the 450, that looked brutal. Yeah. <laughs> that looked really, really br- And it's because Anthony Bennett's so skinny, but that looked yeah. fucking brutal. It looked really, really bad.
1: Yeah. I I did like Tony Nese. Nice. I think it was him. Yeah, it must have been him. Selling the fact, like, in that the promo package before that he... He wrestles like a cruiserweight, but he hits like a heavyweight. Yeah. Because he's one of the larger people in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was a cool... You know, and it definitely, show,
0: it definitely showed in his match, too. Like, definitely showed off. Yeah. Because he, um, he had some of the horror strikes that weren't coming from a Japanese man.
1: Yeah, true that. <laughs> um, uh, so Teddy needs to advance. He's actually wrestling the winner of our main event this week. Yes. Um, so that'll be a very good match. And, so, uh,
0: and that main event was the... Brian Kendrick against Raul Mendoza.
1: Now, this is the match
0: I mentioned before that I think could have had the upset. Oh, no, 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 really? no. Really? Uh, while, while I I understand... I I don't mean to cut you off. I understand where you're going with this Brian Kendrick stuff. Yeah. I think Kendrick needs to ultimately lose in the final.
1: I, I like Kendrick's story. Like, I, I get his story completely. Holy fuck, was Raul Mendoza good?
0: Yeah, yeah, he was, he was really so good. good. He was really, really good.
1: I had never heard of him before. Uh, I, I someone told me that apparently he's a descendant of the Velanos in Mexico. Okay, which even still, like, holy fuck, like I that guy was still like just the way he maneuvered was so crisp and so like amazing. Mm. Um, I think this one was one where you could have had the upset solely from the fact of. One kind of Kendrick's story that he was selling, which was like this is his second chance. Right. So to have a no a no name person beat him in the first
0: round would have been really cool. I can I, you know, if if they're building a narrative off this, like and it's not just a tournament, I'm totally with you on that. Mm-hmm. But I think because it's strictly gonna be at least as far as we know, it's strictly gonna be tournament matches. Right. I think you have to hold that off. Because, don't I, I would say Kendrick is not winning this. There's no, he's no way Kendrick is winning this. But he needs to lose, and he needs to lose late. To someone big. Like, late and to someone big.
1: I, I can see your point there. Because I, I have a feeling just how the way things are looking, that they may do, and I may be wrong, that they may do non-tournament matches like towards the end. You know, like when we get down to the semis and the finals. I can see
0: that. I can see that.
1: Um, um, but... So if that was the case, I think that would have been a cool thing to maybe have Kendrick, like, um, you know, maybe have a rematch thrall, like somewhere yeah. in the line, and Kendrick be a bit more aggressive and be more feel. Um,
0: well, me personally, I, and I, I'm being selfish on this, whoever Kendrick loses to, I want him to fight that guy again at um, TakeOver. Yeah, that could be fun. Because right now, TakeOver's looking a little thin, and I think if you have maybe a couple of grudge matches from the CWC spill over into that, I think that could be really, really good.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I, at any cost, they need to s- still keep using Real Mendoza. Because that dude, like, he was the most impressive of the unknowns this tournament for me.
0: Okay. He was
1: unbelievable, I felt. Um, the, the, the coast-to-coast he did where he pulled-
0: I can't believe he pulled that out and still didn't get the win.
1: Like, not only did that, but completely connected.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like, Oh, yeah. This, this wasn't the Shane McMahon put a trash can in front.
1: Like, he this fucking was... kicked him in the face. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Such great maneuvering from morale. And Kendrick, I, I loved Kendrick. But Kendrick did well.
0: Kendrick's always been... He, he was always one of my guys when I was watching I'm like, why aren't they doing more with him? Like And, I mean, obviously, we know why now. Because he was a prick. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he's... And I, I forget which one of them said it, but... Oh, I think it was Brian. Like, earlier in his career, Kendrick was compared to Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> now he looks like DiCaprio in The Revenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, it, was a, it was a perfect line. It was an absolutely perfect line. By the way, and we don't mention this, commentary's on point. Oh,
1: very much so, yeah. Yeah,
0: the only thing... Brian needs to stop saying the word "slick." <laughs> he, he needs to stop because not he used every, it a lot in
1: the Sabre match.
0: Yeah, not every transition can be slick. Just well, in fairness, come up a lot of Sabers were. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but come up with something else. Like, yeah, I understand. Take uh, it from someone who's done commentary before and use one word repeatedly <laughs> over and over again, and that's from a. Dark match videotape I did at WrestleMania Access where I actually did commentary with Michael Cole, and wow. I said amazing about eight times.
1: Oh, that'll happen.
0: Oh, in the in the span That's of the a
1: commentary for independent wrestling promotion, that'll happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, before we wrap up, Eamon I think I know your answer. Um, who of the losers do you hope that WWE signs?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, I kind of spoiled it, but without, without don't Um, okay. uh,
0: but there, I, I think, uh, other
1: than Bennett, who was kind of shaky in this, in this, uh, episode, I, I, all the other three guys I would like to see more of.
0: Okay. I'm going to go with Tyson Dukes. I, I, I feel like he could have a really fun story. Um, I, I really liked his, his pre-match promo where he was talking about, like, how he had to fight in scrap, and, you know, he got injured. He was with the I company. I love that they showed a
1: match of him, like, in Velocity Wrestling, like Mark Jindrax
0: or something. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Because the name sounded super familiar, and I couldn't place it. And it's probably because I, think I he watched one like, or two of his matches when I was working there.
1: I think he had, like, a brief run in, like, t- early TNA okay. during the Team Canada stuff.
0: Yeah, I could see that. That, that, might, that might be where the name's ringing the bell from. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's fun to see stuff like that. that, that They're actually acknowledging it. Like, that's great. I, love I, the- I would love to see him get a real run.
1: I just also really loved when I watched that. I am like, somebody had to dig through WWE's extensive library um, um, to find a Velocity match in
0: 2004. Eamon, do you know who that was? Well, yeah. But- no, no, Eamon, do you know who that was? <laughs> that was me. That was literally my job at WWE, was to label everyone. That's why they don't have to go digging. All they have to do is open the little database, type in Tyson Ducks, and boom, it appears. I'm not joking. That was my actual job there. (laughs) like I tagged myself in RAWs that I was on. You can go into... I'm not joking. You can go into the WWE database, type in Michael Rorson, and Certain raws from the Mid Hudson Civic Center will show up in that database feed. Amazing, and I'm not joking at, at all, not even remotely joking. <laughs> wow! <laughs> all right, so uh, was there anything else you want to talk about about this week? Um,
1: uh, you have do you have the matches for next week? I believe so. Yeah, well, it's because they are the f- uh, the final matches, basically. Yeah. Um, oh, what's the first one? I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to think of them in order. And I get oh. Rich Swan against Jason Lee. Okay. Um, we got uh, Gerv Shira uh, versus uh, Noam Dar. Uh, which I'm, I'm excited for that one because I've heard such amazing things about Noam Dar and never seen him wrestle. So I'm very really right. excited for that. Um, oh, what's the other one? Shit. Oh, Jack Gallagher against Fabian Eichner.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised they um, they waited this long to do a Jack Gallagher match, especially how much they pushed him on the uh, the, the pre show. Yeah, well, I, I I I like that they kind of
1: this this uh, episode I think has the most diversified styles of mm-hmm. any episode. Like if we like say you put Gallagher on this episode, I think him Saber and Dulac would have had two similar styles.
0: That's a fair point. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so you have that, and
0: then the main event and final first round match.
1: They're God, getting Masu Champa.
0: I love that. That's the main event of the first round. Yeah, I think. I think that is picture perfect booking because it's like oh these are the guys we both know like these are yeah. both guys from NXT like that's really really like i'm not sure who thought that out cuz i'm sure i'm sure they probably weren't all taped in the same order but probably that not, that's no. really really that's smart that's just smartly done yeah it is it's it's perfect because like that's that's the big match for the first round because that was the first match they announced in the thing. I'm like, oh, when is that happening? And it's the main event of the first round. Yeah,
1: I'm very excited.
0: Do you think we're gonna get like um uh, after the first round, but uh, before the second round, like a breakdown show, like maybe where they'll go over the uh...
1: the second round matches? Possibly. Yeah,
0: that would I be think cool. that would be cool. A cool way to, like space it out a little bit.
1: Yeah, maybe get a closer look at some of the first round matches, and you know.
0: Or like, I see got. who impressed, maybe get some reaction interviews afterwards to try and give, build some of these guys up a little bit. That could be fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Eamon, where can the good people of the area... In- oh, wait. We have to do rankings. Oh, yes, yes, Because yes. now we're part of the now big we're big ranking four. This. Now we're ranking this motherfucker. We don't have Lucha Underground anymore. We only got three shows. So, Eamon, where do you rank the Cruiserweight Classic this week? Uh, this one was a bit closer. Uh, but I do rate the Cruiserweight
1: Classic second. Uh, very good. Um, uh, uh, it's never... This is very easy to watch and very, like... It's It's nice to watch because it's just an hour and it's just wrestling matches and it's very easy to digest uh, and very entertaining. So.
0: And it doesn't have any offensive commentary on it either. No, which is like very bo- nice. Both Morrow and Brian have very... I don't want to say soothing, but Kind of soothing voices, like,
1: but also like, listen tomorrow in here, and then listen to tomorrow on SmackDown.
0: It's night and They're day.
1: They're completely two different people.
0: Yeah, you can, you can tell different people's in his ears for those shows. Yeah, um, I'm actually gonna rank it number one this week. Hmm. I'm gonna rank it number one. I think it's because I've never seen Zack Saber. Yes. I've never seen Tyson Ducks. I've never seen Drew Gulak before. Like, and plus. I'm Ryan Kendrick, Mark. I am. I love seeing him wrestle. I enjoy the fact that he didn't use sliced bread. Yeah. He used the bully choke, which is I've never seen him use before, but it looked really good. Yeah, it's a really good submission. And if he actually bequeathed his finish to Eva Marie. No. <laughs> say, no, I'm, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Say, what you, say what you will about Eva Marie. Really cool thing for him to do.
1: Yeah, for him.
0: Really, really cool thing for him to do. Like I, I think that I mean. Grant, I'm saying this. He's probably gonna break it out to win his next his next round match. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows? This one, this round has been a lot of submissions, a lot of submission guys. So who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm gonna rank it number one this week just because Zach Saber Jr. Man, yeah, I want to see him against Brock Lesnar. That's what <laughs> I want to see. Like um, I think, no. I think if there's a guy who could legitimately just out wrestle Brock Lesnar it might be him.
1: Yeah, and literally that was a toned-down match.
0: Like, oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm absolutely to- sure. That's like watching a, Shin- a Shinsuke TV match. Yeah, like, once,
1: we get, once you get to Google, him and Gulak and maybe even something further, like, holy shit, it's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, Again, the second round already looks fantastic. Because it's Again.
1: definitely like the second round feels like, oh, this is where everyone's going to go balls out.
0: uh uh-huh. and this is where... You're gonna get upsets. Yeah, I, I hope anyway. I hope this. I hope the second round is where we get upsets <laughs> because I'll be honest. Because I think they're on opposite sides of the bracket. If it just ends up Saber versus Bushi, I mean Grand, it'll be a great match. Yeah, but it's chalk.
1: I don't want to see chalk. Yeah, I think there's. I'm trying to think on the other sides. I could see maybe a Grand Metallic. Um. Uh, I would like to see either it'd be cool to see either a Tajiri or Kendrick go all the way and then have them them lose in the finals to somebody big but yeah,
0: that, like, like I think I think it behooves Kendrick the most to go really far in the tournament. Yeah, I think so. Cuz I I don't want to see chalk. I want to see I want to see an underdog. I want to see like an 8 seed getting there somehow. Like mm-hmm. like um let's say uh Shearer wins next week. I would love to see Gershira get getting there. Or or even a Cedric Alexander. He's like, you know, I mean, granted, he'd be beating Kota Ibushi ne- uh, next round. Yeah. Don't, don't see that happening. But, <laughs> but how cool would that be? Yeah. Because, again, Ubushi's already on NXT. He doesn't necessarily need it. He's already been signed. We know this. Right. Like, oh, I would, I would like to see chance. the opportunity.
1: There's a good chance a lot of those guys are getting signed. Oh, and I would imagine so.
0: I would imagine, like... Me personally, I think Cedric Alexander could go right into SmackDown and be totally fine.
1: Yeah, well, well, most likely Raw since they're making a cruiserweight division. I'm assuming they're they're signing a lot of guys from the Classic to build the cruiserweight division.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I don't think they necessarily need to migrate everyone there. I think SmackDown could use the help, and someone like Cedric fits the build of what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah, even though not to be that guy... Uh, but uh, especially after who they announce is going to be returning, SmackDown's got a lot of like really youthful, athletic black guys.
0: Hey, you know what? There's it's almost wrong like, like that. Ring
1: of It's almost like SmackDown's Ring of Honor.
0: And <laughs> and who the fuck fits better in Ring of Honor? <laughs> Cedric Goddamn Alexander? Oh, does that make John Cena um, fuck, what's his name? The guy I hate in Ring of Honor. Roderick Strong,
1: <laughs> no, uh, no, like, uh, I think Randy Orton would be more. Roderick
0: okay, Trump. so so John Cena would be like the Jay Briscoe then. Yeah, yeah, John Cena is the okay. tenured one. Okay, all right, all right. So John Cena is Jay Briscoe, and Randy Orton's Roderick Strong. I can un- I I'm with I'm with everything on that. With everything on that, Dean Ambrose
1: is like the Adam Cole one that everyone. Like, yeah. everyone okay. Yeah. For.
0: Sure. <laughs> we we could do this all day.
1: Yeah. Just make everyone <laughs> un- <laughs> on SmackDown someone in <laughs> <would be> real <laughs>
0: Who who would be who would be uh, Dalton Castle?
1: Dalton Castle would probably be. Oh shit! Give me a
0: second. Breeze. Probably breeze. Yeah. Okay. And Fandango. Fandango would them. be the boys melded into one person. Into one. Yeah, they're stacked <laughs> on top of each other. <laughs> In a giant trench coat.
1: Yeah. You got a red-haired chick, and even where he is Taylor Hendrick, basically.
0: Yeah. Oh, so who's your Jay Lethal? Oh we need to figure this out right now before we get before we break. Who oh, who we, is Eva's J Lethal? Well
1: I already named like like Cruz like I say Cruz Shelton and Cedric would be like the ACH Cedric and um <laughs> Cedric would be Cedric? Yeah, Cedric would be Cedric. Uh and like Leo Rush or whatever. Like let's You
0: know what? If they pair Cedric with Alexa Bliss, I think that works. That that could work. He's, I can see Alexa
1: Bliss as a Scott.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, who who would who would Eva's Jay Lethal be?
1: Oh shit, I can't think. I I don't even I'm trying to think of the SmackDown roster even.
0: Because gotta be like a Heat Magnet too.
1: Fuck, maybe a Baron Corman.
0: Oh yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Okay, all right, so we, we've essentially turned SmackDown into ROH. So yeah. hopefully we will be talking ROH. The Young Bucks are basically American Alpha. like. Of are. course they are. Come on now. That one was easy. That one was easy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> you you actually got me excited for SmackDown by thinking it's Ring of Honor.
1: Right. Uh, no, no, actually I'm wrong. The Usas would be the Young Bucks. It's basically the same moveset.
0: <laughs> they even do a fucking super kick. <laughs> God damn it. So um American Alpha will be the um the addiction?
1: Sure, I'll go with that.
0: Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 All right. And JBO is your Steve Carino.
1: It's
0: perfect. God damn it, you're right. They both even wear hats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So Eamon, where can the good people of the Air Find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amon2Please. You can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling at, at InspireProWrestling dot com. Uh, be at our event on August fourteenth in Austin, Texas, to see Cruiserweight Classic star Lince Dorado make his Inspire Pro Wrestling debut. So be sure to check that out.
0: Excellent. All right, and you can find me at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine. I'm gonna try and uh, live tweet Cruiserweight Classic next week. Hit the hashtag MM on at Mayhem Show, and uh, join our Facebook group. We got a lot of really fun discussions going on there, and you can tell us exactly why you hate Roman Reigns. We are listening. All right. So for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been Your Mid Week War.